people try to come for me, but let it be known, I'm not the one. I'm the only one. I'm like a subpoena. You may not want it, but either way, honey, you're getting served. Tagline? I don't need a tagline. Y'all know who it is. It's Ashley. I'm so sorry, but I just realized I don't like you. It's J.E. And welcome to The Spread Podcast. Okay. Uh, Jesus, I really did. I haven't prepared nothing. I don't remember how to do this. I feel like it's been forever since we talk. I mean, it it hasn't, and it has. Mm -hmm. Anyway, welcome back. Welcome back to The Spread Podcast. Um... We got two of us here today, J.E. and Andre. Just the two of us. Um, we can make it if we <laughs> try. Ain't it? Ain't it say try? <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're still in a renaissance. I mean, we'll talk more about this when I talk about what I'm listening to lately, but it's we're just going to call the next, until she releases the videos, just the renaissance, because that's all that's been consuming me lately. Um, but... As it should. Evan, Right. But anywho, we got a couple things to talk about today. A few random topics, some drama, some, well, basically it's all drama and you know, that's what I live for. So we will get into that. Um, but let's start with a check-in like we normally do. So what, what have you got going on? I haven't, I feel like I haven't talked to you in so long. Homeboy, what have you been up to? You know, dipping and doing, doing and dipping, you know. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, yeah, so wait, wait, wait. Did I tell you that my assistant quit? You may have mentioned it, or you said she was going to, mm-hmm. but why? What'd she do? So, or what didn't she do? Whew. <laughs> <laughs> Forget about how not great of an employee she was in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. You know, she's one of those people that I was like, oh, I can teach this. I can teach that. And then all of the stuff that was wrong about her, I was like, oh, I can't fix that. There's nothing I can do on that. And that's where that outweighed the things that I could teach her. Uh, like she just didn't pick up on office etiquette. Oh. And she has a habit um, of undermining people. And I, for me, I, I started to feel like, oh, this lady feels very entitled. And now, like, oh, she's rich, she's a princess, none of that. Like, she's just a regular Southern woman in her 40s. But she seemed like somebody who was not really told no. Mm. Um, and that she kind of thinks that she knows best, which is crazy because if you're in a job and you're in training, you don't know best. Somebody's showing you. So right. there'll be things where, like, I'm talking to her and I'm training her. And as I'm explaining something, she starts asking questions. And I'm like, okay. But then one day I was like, okay, you know, I'm explaining that right now. Like, if you wouldn't interrupt me, I would be answering all those questions. Like, mm. you know, say your questions for the end of the lecture, you know, as a teacher say. <laughs> so it was just like small stuff like that. But it was like so many small things like built up. She apparently had walked out, didn't mm. say anything to anyone. And then when I was like, realized, okay, she's been in for a long time, you know. And somebody's like, maybe she left. And I was like, oh, maybe. They went and checked her desk. All her shit was gone. 
And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not mad. <laughs> I was trying to get her up out of there. Like my, my mission was to either train her to where she got it, or in the, the way people always say, manage her out of her position to like uh-huh. make it almost like I was setting the realistic expectations for the job, and she wasn't hitting that. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so yeah, she walked out, and she was never heard from again. The trash takes itself out. And what? guess what? What we we couldn't even really get a, a hold of her because the she didn't have a phone number on her resume because she came through a recruiter, um, and the phone number that she had given the recruiter is a Google number because she allegedly had a stalker and doesn't like to give out her personal number, not even to the company that she's working for. So I'm like, oh wow, girl, bye. So again, <laughs> like it was like I can't manage that. I can't manage that. <laughs> oh man, that's good. Wow. Oh, <laughs> enough about her, about ma'am. You, no, 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 no. Hold on, real quick, <laughs> ma'am. You are forty. One. Oh. Mm-hmm. You know who? You know who? Well, not yet, but soon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so listen. <laughs> I can't. So aside from that, you know, I've just been like I said, dipping and doing. I've met a few housewives. You know how I feel about them. I met a few mm-hmm. more drag queens. You know how I feel about them. So I've been living my life. Um, still listening to Renaissance, you know, it's a chokehold. America has a problem. Um, and Church Girl, really, mm. it didn't it, it creeped up on me too. Mm. You could be my daddy like, if you it, want. It's literally okay, okay, okay. That's like the one part I don't really like in the song, but you know, it's cute. I like the beginning because it's very <laughs> uplifting mm-hmm. and then shakes some ass just out of nowhere. I'm like, oh, yes, this was for me. <laughs> oh. But yes, um, the last time we spoke, I wanted to tell you like, oh, I've been thinking more and more because, you know, uh, like when Robert was on the show and he was talking about moving to Atlanta and I was like asking so many questions about that. Like, I don't even know if that actually made the episode, but I'm fascinated with moving and people moving and thriving because uh, I've never actually moved anywhere. So I've been like thinking about that, like maybe it's time for me to spread my wings and move somewhere. Um, but when I say it's time, I don't mean like tomorrow, like give me two years because I got to get, get a plan together. But yeah, yeah, I'm just in a place where I could move out of Austin, move out of Texas completely. What are you thinking? Anywhere in particular? So, no, but I'm okay. just, I'm just, I'm open to the idea. And I'm realizing that I've been open to that idea for a minute. Mm-hmm. That's why every time somebody like moves, like I have a lot of friends who have moved out of Austin and a lot of friends who have family and the things have moved and like they come back and visit mm-hmm. and I'm always like, wow, people just get up and move. Mm-hmm. Like well, the pilgrims just really got on their Mayflower and just left the whole country. Like what? They <laughs> <laughs> uh, said, like, come on, let's get the fuck up out of here. <laughs> they came over to America like, we gonna fuck up the night. And they surely did. They, they really did. My God. <laughs> they said, move out the way. Damn, they sure did. Oh, I remember girls and we own this space. Oh, shit. Yeah, you got to move, move, move. <laughs> Anything, Anything you do, do will be, be held a... against Damn. you. Damn. They oh, just really shit. came over here and just. They really fucked mm. up. Who this gal in the back of the room? And it was. Pocahontas. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's terrible. But it's true. Oh. Um, that's good. I mean, <laughs> that's good. I'm glad to know that you're. Isn't it? It isn't the prospect of like moving and finding a new. Because especially if you've you've lived in Austin your whole life, right? Ooh, 
No, you know good and well. I'm originally from Houston, Texas. I'm a H-Town hottie. So you're a transplant. Okay. But like... Oh, no, ma'am. I'm cisgendered. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, I'm an American. Um, (laughs) I was born Um, in every continent. uh Uh-huh. You're every continent. It's all in you. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, so, but yeah, so moving is fun. I moved from Vermont to Worcester. And I mean, I moved here for school, but I don't know the idea of like plucking up your whole life and moving somewhere else because you want a new change and something like that. It's it's cool. So I hope I hope it happens for you and I hope you move somewhere that you enjoy, you know, all in due time, of course, because stuff like that takes time and, you know, got to do your research, do your due diligence, but we'll get well. We'll see. Anyway, well, I'm glad to hear that. Otherwise, you're doing good. Yeah. Um, So what about you? What's new? Um, you know, but while while you're living out loud, I'm I'm keeping private. Um, just because you know, I I saw this thing on Twitter the other day. Like, you know, if 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 things make you, make you happy, keep it private. Which I mean, you know, I celebrate your accomplishments, but I don't think you have to post about everything. So I, I've yeah, been going been going through some really good things. You know, a lot of good things have been happening lately. Um, and then you know, a lot of not so great things, but. I had a bit of a family emergency last week, but that's all taken care of and settled, so that's good. Um, on <clears throat> positive notes on myself, I keep, I think I talk about this every time, but I'm um, definitely taking better care of my body. And it's actually like showing, like I'm actually doing yoga every day without thinking about it. Like I'll do 30 minutes of yoga every day, and then sometimes I'll do exercises in the afternoon, um, eating really healthy. Um, and I've been a lot better. Asthma's not been that much of a problem lately because I've been eating better. You know, drinking my water, minding my biz, all that business. Um, also had, like, strange bouts of, I don't know if this is, like, an actual thing, but, like, you know how, like, when you're, you, you, you transition from being a child to a teenager, a teenager to if you go to college, a college student, or let's just say a young adult, mm-hmm. and then you get old, you get older and progressively older. And like, you start to realize like your idea of home kind of changes a little bit. So like the other day I was driving home from Vermont, um, which in, in and of itself is weird for me to say, cause I'm so used to Vermont being my home in a way, mm-hmm. especially, you know, before college and all that stuff. Um, but now I, I, I told my mom, I was like, okay, I got to go home to, you know, feed my cats and all that stuff. And she was like, oh, home. Okay. And I didn't really think very much about it, but you just become this weird adult that like you have a home and like all of a sudden it's Christmas. Like, I guess this is my home now. It's weird. And I, it, it's a weird realization to have when you're in your late twenties. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm at the. The, the surface of that which i feel like i should have realized that a little while ago but it's it's hitting me now but in a good and bad way because you know it, it makes me want to visit my home in vermont more but also kind of curate my home here a little bit more so yeah I, I that's did talk, where you spend most of your time ex- exactly like i come home to cook to dinner home to light my candles and all that stuff home to record the podcast um so yeah, it's a different sense of home that I'm just getting used to and adjusting to, which I realized in the past few weeks. Um, but making peace with it is hard, but it's definitely really important. Um, and then I did post on 
I think I posted last night or the night before that I definitely put a lot of pressure on myself because I know what I'm capable of. So I've been pretty hard on myself lately for some of the things that I'm trying to work on, but just can't seem to get traction for. But um, also patting myself on the back for all the good things that I do accomplish. So gratitude and criticism can coexist in the same space, but you have to have healthy amounts of each. So that's <clears throat> another thing I've been working on. Um, release your shoulders from your ears, unclench your jaw, and remove your tongue from the roof of your, roof of your mouth. Because uh, you can, you tend to hold stress in the most unnoticeable of ways. So remember those three. Remember those three things if you can. Um, but other than that, you know, it's it's pretty much status quo over here. I'm reading a new book, Chinese Takeout by, ooh, what's his name? I think I have it over here. His name's Arthur Nerses Nerses Nerse, Arthur. It's called Chinese Takeout by Arthur. It's flying by pretty quickly. I've read two books since we last spoke. I'm trying to read a little bit more because my phone keeps yelling at me that my daily phone use is way too much on my phone. So <clears throat> I'm working on that. And uh, listening to Renaissance, you know, it's 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 been a month, an actual month of me listening to this album. Not just like one or two songs like, oh, I'm going to listen to Move or, oh, I'm going to listen to Alien Superstar. I'm listening to Plastic Off the Sofa. No, no, I listened to the whole album all like the whole hour and two minutes from start to finish every day. Not just because I want to, but because I don't think I can't do it. <laughs> like I can't not listen to it. Um, it's just, it's very good. I gotta say, uh, not that I'm surprised, but, and I've also been listening to, you know, other songs here and there, but this lady, she won't, she won't rest until I've, she just won't rest. And I, that's what I don't like. Um, and then, yeah, not much else. A lot of sex lately. So that's good. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, I'm, I'm doing good. <laughs> I'm doing good. Um, so, shall we? Shall we? Yes. Now, um, <clears throat> mm-hmm. um, so, we just mostly, you know, catching up and then talking shit about things that we've seen on the internet um, that, surprisingly, we collectively have not heard. Mm-hmm. I've seen rumblings about... Um, Andrew Tate, but I don't know much about the situation. Mm. Um, I've seen rumblings about Lena Wilson, but I actually kept up with that because I saw that the movie. So I don't, I don't know her. I don't know. Right, right. <laughs> so <laughs> I'll start with her situation because it's kind of short. Um, so Lena Wilson is a white woman who writes for the New York Times. Um, she recently reviewed, I guess she does like pop culture reviews or whatever. Uh, so she reviewed the movie Bodies, Bodies, Bodies with Amanda Stenberg and Lee Pace. Okay. So she, I guess, in her review of the movie, she kind of, she didn't say the movie was bad. She just, there was a lot that she did not like about the movie and um, that she could only focus on the breast in the movie. But, but, so, a man with Stenberg slid into her DMs and was like, your review was great. Maybe if you had gotten your eyes off my tits, you could have watched the movie. Hmm. 
And you, you're probably wondering, how do I know this? Because Lena Wilson took a screenshot of these DMs and put them on the internet. And her oh. reasoning for doing this was, I'm not going to let this person with more social power bully me. Now, I don't know about you, but what Amanda Stenberg said didn't sound like bullying to me. It sounded like a, a, a response. <laughs> so, yeah. Like, right. I saw your review. It was good. But maybe if you watched the movies and looking at my titties, you know, we wouldn't be here. But mm-hmm. so, yeah. She started talking about, she made all these videos on TikTok about how she is this acclaimed writer. Um, Lena. That she's, yeah, Lena is this acclaimed writer. Mm-hmm. Um, and she just, she's is just good at it, you know. She, she doesn't really try that hard to be a writer. And it wasn't something she wanted to do. She just is good at it, you know? If she's so acclaimed, why have I not heard of her? Because you, are you reading the New York Times? No. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. So, <laughs> so she, you know, kept giving this resume like we needed it and backing herself up only for somebody to go, wait a minute, ain't you a nepotism baby? Oh. Don't you don't your daddy also work at the New York Times? Oh. And so Lena is on the spectrum of some sort in the Ledger Bicoteca community. She also in these videos we're getting called out because I guess she has some very, very interesting viewpoints on trans policies. And mm. she was low key outed as being a turf because she was following and liking all these posts on Twitter in regards to stuff like that. Girl. So she has since deleted her Twitter and her TikTok, I believe. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. And it's crazy. All of that from a review and because somebody from the movie responded back to you and now you've got to deactivate your entire social media and somebody said imagine being a writer whose job is to talk about pop culture and what's happening but you can't be on social media to do your job uh, <laughs> oh. oh no see this is why you don't respond this is why beyonce don't respond nothing because it's like why would you why would you jeopardize your whole career just because somebody did not like your review if you didn't want people to not like review, 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 then don't leave a review. Like that's that, like that's your job. So that's literally your job. So just, and she has every right to feel a way about your review of her her movie. Right. So so she one of her last tweets was like, "Me spends one line of a five hundred word review." facetiously commenting on how A twenty four objectifies young women to sell content. Random man on Twitter.com, and also apparently a man Lestenberg, local dyke cannot stop talking about boobies. Oh. So that's so she's trying to paint herself as <laughs> the, the local dyke who can't talk about boobies, who can't stop talking about boobies. And it's like what? Mm. So you know what you know what a man Lestenberg did because she petty. Mm-hmm. She posted this tweet to her story uh-huh. and said, "I will change my bio to local dyke who cannot stop talking about boobies." <laughs> did if she you will. actually? I don't know if she did, but she said she was telling somebody, I will change my bio to that. <laughs> oh, my God. I, and that's what you missed on Glee. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's like, I don't even know what to say. That's just like, girl, if you can't handle, if you can't handle the smoke, don't get out of the kitchen. Just don't. If it's not your ministry to like take criticism and take like the things that you say because again you're a writer or an art any artist or anything out there 
you're going to have people that don't like the things you say or don't like the things that you do. Right. And if you're not, if you're not about that, if you can't keep it to yourself, then don't be a writer. Don't be an actress. Be a singer. Be be the person that gets the people the coffee so that you don't have to deal with all this stuff if you can't handle people's opinions on the things that you write. Right. Because if it wasn't her, it was going to be somebody on Twitter or somebody else from the movie. Right. You just happen to get the star of the movie's attention. Right. Exactly. Mm-mm. Another thing, too, is like you can post that and talk about it, but then like my thing is when people delete their social media, I'm like, where are you going? Come back here. Girl, we didn't care that much in the first place. I mean, I didn't even <laughs> know who you were, so it doesn't even matter. Things wouldn't have happened if you didn't, if you just sat there. And eat your food. And eat your food. Everybody needs to take New York Tiffany Pollard's advice, because y'all... Mm-mm. That's funny, though. I love that. I love people that are wrong, and they get called out for being wrong. Mm. That's good. That's good tea. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, alrighty. You want to hear about Mr. Emery? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Mr. Emery, Andrew Tate, the third, apparently. Um, now, so, otherwise, you know, Andrew Tate. So I didn't know very much about this, this guy. The only thing I remember seeing was that one clip, you probably saw it, of him, misogynistic comments. Um, it was on, it was on a podcast, I believe. And essentially, he was talking about how, you know, women belong. Oh, well, uh, first of all, before I even get into any of this, um, I'm going to throw out a, contra- a, contra- a content warning for uh, sexual abuse and the like. Mm. I'm not, I'm not going to get into, like, all the stories that he has done. I mean, I will get into one story in particular, but <clears throat> I just want to throw it out there because, you know, it's for people that have gone through sexual abuse. I'm sure that they are probably very tired of hearing about Andrew Tate. Um but it's also important, I think, to know this, and we'll talk more about it at the very end. But anyway, <clears throat> I'm not going to get into his, like, you know, he was born in a log cabin, da-da-da-da, because nobody cares. It doesn't matter. But he, he was a former kickboxer, apparently, from the years 2005, 2013. Uh, he's apparently a world-renowned champion. I didn't, I mean, I probably heard about it back in 2013, but I didn't really know very much about it because the internet was popping. I don't think it was as popping as like, as it is now in terms of letting people know about stuff like this. Like, I feel like if you, it's kind of like watching drag race or watching like hockey. If you don't know who Amanda Lepore is, if you don't know who like certain people are from a franchise, then you're not going to know, or if you don't watch the series then you're not they are. So I don't watch MMA fighting. I don't watch kickboxing. So I had no idea that this dude was a big deal. Um, but yeah, so he did all that to, to 2013. He retired from uh, professional fighting, moved on to becoming, uh, apparently he was also on, which I don't watch Big Brother, but he was on season 17 of Big Brother or seven or whatever. I don't watch Big Brother. Um, but he was mostly known for like his pretty homophobic and racist comments that he made on Twitter. And apparently, <clears throat> there was a video which has been gooped on the internet. I looked for it. I couldn't find it. Most videos containing Andrew Tate have been gooped um, in the realm of like the things he's done and the things he said. 
mostly because he's been banned and a lot of the people that have been reposting his stuff have had that content removed from their pages but um in 2016 when he was on big brother there's apparently a, a video of him beating a woman with a belt and he said it was consensual um so that happened back then but you know okay whatever par, par for the course uh so then there was a website that he created which i don't really and I tried looking on several different, okay, this is the, my sources are Insider, The Guardian, and some random person that I found, because I, I didn't want to put too much energy into this, and also Twitter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Twitter. Um, there's a website that he had uh, back in 2017, I believe, and it actually went to become his other website, Hustlers University, um, which is known, f- which was known for using his previous girlfriends as employees sell their sob stories which i don't even know what that means i tried figuring out and i don't get it but they would sell their sob stories like literally sell them to desperate men um which would then it ended up um, it was a total scam and amassed him in millions so it made him like boku money which he has admitted mm-hmm. to the fact that it is a total scam ow oh oh my hip just popped oh all right mm. So anyways, we move on to Hustlers University, which he has since recently, and I think early August, he uh, has taken the website down. Um, but it was basically a website that was most known for members paying like a monthly fee or for multiple monthly fees for access to information regarding cryptocurrency and dropship, basically a pyramid scheme. Um, talking about stock analyses, op- option plays, crypto analysis this is all according to insider um but he has closed this after this um website after being banned from tiktok and meta that happened very recently um but during this this that was now and then a couple years ago back in 2017 or i forget exactly what year it was but it was the year that remember the harvey weinstein sexual abuse cases Mm mm-hmm so he made comments on that and they gained a lot of traction because I, and I think, I think I do remember this. Um, but his comments on the Harvey Weinstein cases basically cited that, you know, abuse victim, he said abuse victims share dual responsibility with their abusers in terms of assault. So they are duly responsible for the assault taking place. Um, and also in the same breath, he said that depression is not a real illness can't i I can't and the more i was researching this the more i was just like why the um each of his twitter accounts that he made at the time when he those tweets got suspended until he eventually was banned from twitter and the craziest part about everything that i've been reading so far about this dude is that he openly admits to being absolutely sexist and absolutely misogynistic like he's actually said he is a misogynist and that this is a bit graphic, but he said he would attack a woman with a machete if they ever accused him of infidelity. So then he turned around and said that this was a fabricated character and that he wouldn't. But, and we'll talk about this later on about the dangers of misogyny, but it's, I can't read stuff like that and then look at that dude and be like, he's cool. So all the people that like follow him, all the people that he's hyping up because he kept getting traction from like far right like right-wing, right-leaning, um, they call themselves protagonists, but whatever the case may be, um, for his obviously very harmful comments. So it's just a culture that's be- that's fa- fanning the flames for toxic culture, obviously. 
and doing it in a very broad and open manner. Because you see a lot of people that are opportunistic as well, but they're not like, they would never admit it. They kind of just show it through their actions. But when you show it through your speech, I feel like that's the added action is so dangerous. So it's like thinking about stuff like that. I'm like, I don't even know what he does behind the scenes. If there's videos of him, quote unquote, beating people with belts, I'm just like, uh, particularly women with belts. I'm like, I don't know why jail, you know, um, but a little later. You got a fetish going on. I get it. I don't even want to call it that because that's not okay. But uh, but yeah, yeah, I guess so. But anyway, one by one, you know, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Meta, they all gooped and gagged him, obviously. Um, it just took a little too long for me because uh, this has been going on for years and years. I don't, I mean, I don't know, like the, the beating, the women and everything that that was reported back in 2016 when he was before when he was on Big Brother. So that's over six years ago. Um it's just my thing about taking things down. And you know what? I'll, I'll save that for the end because I'm almost done. Um, oh, honorable mention. So this is the last thing. It's the thing that happened recently. Well, not most recently. The most recent thing is his taking the Hustlers University down. But in April of this year, I don't know if you heard about this, but he apparently moved to Romania to absolve charges of sexual assault because it's easier to do there in Eastern Europe. Um, that was in a video that he had said and, and YouTube since they've deleted his channel had video was since gone but it's the internet so pretty much everything lives everywhere I just I was too lazy to find it and I mean if you want it you could probably google it if you really wanted to find it it's there but I just it's yeah anyway um, so and then in April of 2022 so just shortly after he did this or he said that his home got raided by the I'm gonna get this wrong Directorate of Investigating Crime and Terrorism of Romania because they received a message from the U.S. Embassy that said that there was possible human trafficking and sexual assault going over there, going on over there in Romania. So we went. So they went. The the the, the it's called the DICOT, but the the acronym is wrong. But um, up into his house and they did find one American woman and a Romanian woman being held in his estate in captivity. But he denies. Oh but he denies anything to do with it in your house. So I, I, we move on to my points because I'm done with all the facts. This has been um, another. You know, this is Good Morning America, or actually at this time it's like it's nighttime. So this is the evening. Twenty twenty. It's twenty. Oh. <laughs> um, sixty minutes. Sixty minutes. Baba waba. Yeah. Um, I have a few things to get through, and then we'll talk about thoughts. But. There are several problems that I have with all of that. First of all, this is the, this has been a day in the life of Andrew Tate. Excuse me, Emery Andrew Tate the third. Human trafficking, just as a, as a thing, is obviously such a huge issue, but it's kept a little too well hidden for my liking. It's kept too well under wraps because the only reason why this is gaining any traction, or the only reason why we're hearing a lot about this, is because he's a well-known person apparently, or a lot more well-known now. But like he was an MM, he was a kickboxer, he was on Big Brother, he was he had his own website, like he was doing a lot of things. But like, do you remember? I don't know if it was last year or the year before, do you remember that gag that a lot of people were like people were trying to goop Wayfair because they thought that Wayfair was oh, putting yeah. people in mm -hmm. the yeah. So I'm just like, and I mean, I don't I don't know if that's true or not. I didn't look into that, but like 
human trafficking or just trafficking in general well yeah human trafficking it's like that stuff like that to me is so crazy because it's so it, that nobody got any ideas but people are like it must be so easy to do because how is how is it that we don't hear or maybe we just don't we're not actively exposed to very many cases of stuff like that but like how is it that so much of this is only being shed or brought to light because bigger name people are being called out for it i mean like why isn't the us i mean obviously because there's no the uss embassy isn't checking in on every potential case of sexual assault and everything that comes to their doorstep but it's just crazy to think that all this stuff is going on and nobody knows about it because it's so well under wraps. So y'all, y'all, we, this isn't this, we don't need to become the FBI, but this is a job for the FBI. So y'all, somebody, somebody come up in here and get up all these missing people because I don't know, I don't know what's going on. I, I just, I hate the fact that a prominent person is only, only a prominent person is this story is being brought up because he's a prominent person, but I don't know how many people that are so not well known that it's still going on. There's like what eight billion people up in here. Mm -hmm. mm, there's so many. There's so there's just so much room for so many people to be gooped and gotten abducted and all that stuff. And it's really uncomfortable to hear that somebody would obviously deny it because who's going to openly admit that they keep people in the house? But it's coming from a place of toxic, obviously misogyny which at base is very violent and this is what it morphs into um just the idea of him being so violent towards a woman because they would accuse him of cheating it's like beyond a problem and it extends to you know thinking that you own a person or you own a woman or you own things or like people are things for you to own and it's like no like we can't think like that and the people that influence that are the are the main purveyors of the problem and it's like, that's where we need to start. I don't know very much about his upbringing, his childhood. And at the same token, I don't really care. Cause like, even if that's the root of the issue, this is where he is now. So like, it, jail, jail, jail. <laughs> Cause I don't, can you go to jail? I looked this up actually. I don't, can you go to jail if you like verbally abuse somebody? And I think you can, it just depends on where you are and all that stuff. But I don't know. And the last couple things I wanted to say were um, censorship versus conviction. That's kind of on the same token because so all these places are like banning him and gooping him and all that stuff. I keep saying goop, but <laughs> they, keep, <laughs> they keep banning him. Okay. Yes. Like he shouldn't have a platform. He shouldn't have anything that sort of, you know, leads to um, further inciting of violence against women, violence against anybody, but women in particular. Um, like, and nobody should have to feel like they're exposed to that, obviously. Because, um, I mean, why would I want to open up my phone and see him telling women that he owns them? I don't want to see that. I don't want to know that that's his mind view. But at the same time, I kind of do because it helps me know who to avoid. But at the same time, you, nobody should be allowed to walk around the earth thinking like that. So I don't know. There's a weird fine line between knowing that somebody thinks very harmfully and then what do you do about that? Like, what do you do about people that have very harmful views and harmful stances like, you know, hurting women with the machete that's so graphic and i hate that 
Like you can say stuff like that, but then people would, there are people that will back it up. So where is the line that we draw when, is it when he actually does hurt a woman? Like when he beat that woman with a belt, what did, why didn't nobody do anything there? It's just a weird thing that I've always wondered about sexual assault and stuff like that. Like, why do we wait so long until something physically happens to somebody until we do something about it? But you know, what do I know? Is he's an African American British person? So he black. He's black. His fa- his father is African American. He's I mean he's light skinned, but oh okay yeah okay yes 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 yeah so that makes sense. so yeah so boo boo red tomato <laughs> red tomato red mm. tomato anywho do you have any thoughts about any of that that was a lot of information all at once but. No, 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 no. You uh, summed it up nicely. I feel mm-hmm. like I learned a lot about somebody mm-hmm. I did not know much about five minutes ago. Mm-hmm. You know, the I more, the more you know. I, you know, I guess I had seen his name and people talking about him, but I just had not investigated mm-hmm. <laughs> or you know looked down that rabbit hole. But mm-hmm. wow, yeah, mm-hmm. I know it's just it's crazy because like you'd see it all over Twitter and like I. For the longest time, I didn't bother to click on anything because I was like, I, I've seen all I need to see. I don't really want to look right. this guy up. But then when I started looking into it, I was like, oh, no, this is a this is not this is a problem because obviously it's a problem without me looking into it. But I'm like, no, you should probably know about this guy because that's that's not cool. Um, so, yeah, no j- jail. No. But and the thing, the crazy thing, too, is I don't think he's he's not in jail. It's the the charge so that that Romanian, um, well, the abduction and the um, American women and Romanian women who are held in captivity, that investigation is ongoing. There's like witnesses and stuff, but apparently nobody's saying nothing. So that is ongoing. And apparently he's a, he's absolved of that because he's not he's he, quote unquote, did no wrongdoing. So uh, we'll wait to see. Twitter will probably have something to say about it once more comes out. This uh, for now, I'll throw it with the weather or Andre with the more drama. Mm-hmm. So more drama, breaking news, mm-hmm. quite quite literally breaking news. Um, first and foremost, um, I think I think you. I'm gonna just ask the question. Uh, did you see what Aries Spears said about Lizzo? No. Do you know who Ari Spears is? Nope. <laughs> um, so Ari Spears is a comedian. He used to be on Mad TV back when that was a thing. Um, and since that show went off the air, he kind of has been like obscure. He doesn't really do television appearances. He's not in movies. He's not like a working, working comedian, you know? Mm-hmm. Like whatever, if he is working in comedy, he's doing it on tour, in clubs, or like sketches online, which we'll get to in a, in a moment. Mm-hmm. But... He was in an interview, um, you know, much like those Vlad TV interviews. Oh, I just looked up his face. I know what you're talking about, but go ahead. Yeah, so you saw what he was saying, you know, Lizzo mm-hmm. is built like the shit emoji. Yeah, the no, the jail. And then, so Lizzo performed at the VMAs, and she won a VMA, and she said in her speech, mm-hmm. <laughs> now... Back to that bitch you had locked up by me in the press the other day. Hell yeah, I know that's right. She said a big black woman is winning or something mm-hmm. like that. Pretty much like giving a, cl- a clap back to him. But yes. the person interviewing Aries asked him about Lizzo's music. And mm-hmm. somehow he took the t- opportunity to talk about her body and her features. 
Mm-mm. And said, I know I'm not, you know, the most in shape guy, but I think I'm handsome. Now you just looked up that man picture. Now you tell me, you know what? You don't got Sir. to. Your silence is already enough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, no comment. Uh, so that's, so that's just terrible. He already didn't have a Twitter because I guess they had ran him off of the internet before. So mm-hmm. he is just posting Instagram videos and I guess maybe TikToks <laughs> to respond to people tweeting and talking about him. <laughs> um, so Janelle James tweeted that this is the most anybody has ever talked about him in his life. Uh-huh. Janelle James is Principal Ava from Abbott Elementary. For those yeah. <laughs> we, we um, somebody who is actually a working comedian. So uh oh. <laughs> he thought he was being canceled over this Lizzo thing, but breaking news in Yuba County, not actually in Yuba County, I didn't make this, that's a movie title. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Aerie Spears and Tiffany Haddish are involved in a lawsuit. <gasps> what? No. No. Yes. No, oh, baby, it's bad. So, oh, so, two people. One is currently 22, I believe. The other is 14. They are filing a lawsuit against Tiffany and Aries due to inappropriate behavior. And so, essentially, this would have been some years ago when Jane Doe, who is 22 now, was like 14. Um, her brother, um, Joe Doe, is around seven at the time. They were close friends with Tiffany Haddish. And when I say close friends, I mean like their moms are close friends. So Tiffany was around them. them. Mm-hmm. So Tiffany was trying to get them into like acting gigs and stuff like that. So at this time, Tiffany, I guess, is hanging out with Aerie Spears. Now, no need to decipher when this may have been part of her um, career because it had to be before she, she blew up because anybody hanging with Aerie Spears is not successful. So... Mm. They were doing sketches that they wanted to upload to funnyordie.com. Now, Funny or Die, you know, we'll make videos that is directly, this is what we put out, but it's also operated kind of like YouTube or like Worldstar, you upload your own video. Hmm. Okay. So the kids were, the joke, Jane Doe, <clears throat> um, she had went and did like a, a shoot with Aries and Tiffany first. So I I think this was some kind of a segment that they were trying to have be reoccurring where he was kind of like a pedophile. Eric Spears was a pedophile, like that was the joke. So they tried to have the girl perform sexual acts, like to demonstrate, like that's what they were going to be filming her doing that. Um, and they made her watch some video of two girls eating a Subway sandwich seductively. And I was like, that's what they wanted to do. And she was like, oh, she was uncomfortable. And then Tiffany did all the motions, the noises, the moaning, all of it to show her what they wanted her to do. And she said she attempted it, but she knew it wasn't landing because she was very uncomfortable. So they left. They took her home and left and whatever. And then I guess some time later, her brother gets taken to these things too, to like a, a shoot. And she's there with him, but they tell her to sit and wait downstairs he goes upstairs um he's like seven and he's dancing around his underwear playing his underwear and the whole video is like aries is watching him and aries like rubs baby oil on him at some point and like watches him in the bathtub and it's like reading the newspaper with holes cut in it that he's like being a creeper and like okay i get what is happening but Mm -hmm. where's the funny part of this that's two comedians like we're supposed to be funny about this so 
obviously this kid was uncomfortable in the situation mm-hmm. and the video allegedly ends with them saying watch you leave your kids around um, but but like really ma'am watch you people... leave your kid right tiffany right. you took these kids here and you put them in a situation mm-hmm. and i get you're trying to make a, a video get some quick quick you know just do it just do it, it, it it's funny i'm like no, no it's not it's, it's not, not it's not no like i know and that's the thing too like i understand like I understand the comedian wanting to make people laugh, but it's like I don't know. People need to be. People need to make jokes. People need to be, make better jokes. Yep. People need to just. Read, people need to start reading. But in reading a, the girls, reading, reading the girls, the girls. Mm-hmm. take a note from a drag queen or two. Mm-hmm. I don't know, because these jokes are not hitting. That's not funny. And oh nope. no, not to, and oh tiff. Right. Oh, damn it. God damn it. Tiff, so like nothing. Just... Nothing. I can't say nothing happened. I was say, like nothing sexual to them happened. They just were put in uncomfortable situations and they were minors. So mm. that's what the lawsuit was stemming from. Um, now, Tiffany could easily walk away from this and just like, oh, it was bad. It was a bad call, bad taste. Like I was yeah. trying to figure out, push my comedy, you know, whatever. Easy. Aerie Spears, one will cover from this because he already like this. They, they give you the, the double whammy from Lizzo and then this situation. Oh. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. You know, Dunyan rings. Um, and it's... It's funny because, well, not funny, but I'm Googling it now, and their names are t- are um, trending alongside Dan Schneider. Ooh. Yeah. I don't like that. Mm-mm. I don't like that. Yeah, no, my God. It's weird growing up and hearing about these people doing things like this, especially, like, I don't know anything about those two kids. I hope they're okay. I hope they got some therapy. But, you know, like, like Jeanette McCurdy coming out with her book and, like, yep. And like Dan- Daniela Monet, um, I think she was on Victorious, talking yeah, about she was. like uh, she was made to wear or asked to wear things, and it's it's just so strange hearing about stuff like that. It's 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 in a way good because we're hearing about it now, and we're hearing people actually coming up and talking about things like that yeah. because there's more of a space to do it. Because the main argument with all this stuff is like, oh, well, why are people coming up now and like talking about stuff like this? And it's like there hasn't ever really been an open place platform for people to feel comfortable, no matter how and... long, no, ma- no matter how long Facebook has existed, no matter how long Twitter has existed. It's also just like they're still facing scrutiny for coming forward about it. Right. And I, I, I was going to say, like, it's not that people have not come out on this. It's we've all seen a behind the scenes special or uh, mm-hmm. each Hollywood store or where are they now? And people talk about this stuff happening. You just don't hear about it enough. I would say That's you don't it. hear about it enough to get people to open their eyes. Hey, everybody. This podcast is brought to you by Anchor, the fastest and easiest way to make a podcast. It's a free online service that's straightforward and efficient for recording podcasts you make either on your own or with a group of friends. The wide variety of creation tools allow you to record, edit, and play back your podcast from your phone or computer. From the same platform, you can upload the podcast directly to streaming services such as Spotify, Apple Music, and other listening forms. You also have the ability to monetize your podcast with minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Anyways, we, we digress. We let's, ta- let's talk about more people uh, before we end. Cause... Yes, I, I got two more quick ones and we could wrap up. Okay, um, so, sure. as we know, Sydney Sweeney had 
attended a, a birthday party for her her mom, who was uh-huh. turning sixty, I believe. Uh-huh. Uh, and they had some interesting memorabilia there. Yeah. Well, I'm just kidding. Uh, but but they wore hats that said "Make sixty great again." And yeah. now, ain't no problem with a little red hat because they make sixty great again. You know, there are some hats like that that gag the people. Right. Like, um, it's like one. It's a red hat, and it says "Major Luck, Black Lives Matter." Like, you know. It, right. Right. There are things like that. So I'm like, okay, you know, okay. But at the same time, like, oh, I don't know if I would just be making a joke like that with these hats, but that's me. Uh, uh, and then you pair that with your cousin who's in one of the photos with you, and he looking like he, you know, country. Right. If people do a deep dive in his Instagram to find pictures of a baby with a MAGA hat, like a legit MAGA hat, mm. and he captured the photo, this is a cute baby. And uh-huh. I'm like, we both... We all know that there's a cute baby. It's not really about the baby. It's about the hat. Also, the baby is not that cute. I'm sorry. <laughs> the point was the baby is cute because the baby's in the hat. That's the best. Right. I know. Joke the joke. I and know. like we we know you. We can see it. Mm-hmm. Tweety family, we see it. But so then, but what? No, no, no. Go ahead. And then like I think it's our dad or a grandpa, or somebody. Yeah. With the blue lives matter. Somebody in the shirt. background. And so all of this evidence lining up. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. these people may be Trump supporters. Right. It does not mean that she is. Right. It does not mean that she is. And But it's also just the backlash that she's been getting is... Uh-huh. And the response <laughs> that she made. The backlash is justified. Yes. Because it, it, some of it is a little too far, but yeah. it's like, it's just that gut feeling of, oh, I really like this person. I really like this uh-huh. actress. I'm a fan. And then you go, oh, wait, I didn't really stop to consider that she could be a Trump supporter right. or that she could be transphobic. Like, it's those things that you don't think about. Mm-hmm. But in those photos, what I saw was a girl who is from the South, country, families mm-hmm. from the South, clearly white with a white family. Most white families blonde hair, tend, to, tend to have some racist people in them. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't necessarily mean that she is racist or believes in that. But especially growing up in the South, I know people like Sydney Sweeney who they are cool. Their family is not. Hmm. And it's always that you kind of keep your distance, but also keep your wits about you to never fall prey to a situation. Like I've gone with people to their family and like somebody's family will say something like racist or rude or homophobic. And you're like, Oh, they probably only did it because I was here. They just want to see, you know, my friend, was not like that. And they go home and have to deal with that. Uh, and I say that to say, so my friend, when we talked about Sydney Sweeney, and he goes, everybody got, you know, every family got a little race people. He was like, like, mm. like no, uh, like, no, 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 no. I go, uh, you are saying that because you are Sydney Sweeney. Right. That's like, you are the person that's cool. Mm-hmm. And then you go back to your family and then like, you're like, ooh. They're Trump supporters. They're too Christian. It's too like you know that, and you don't spend the time with them. She was happily or blissful in that, and it's fine. It's her family, so people you, you can't choose who your family is. But she mm. also this is no, why I said, you, you can. Okay, not the actual relatives that she, you attended a party that they attended as well. Mm-hmm. 
and like you she know, just as easily like, couldn't she just as easily didn't have to post the photo i don't just it's one of those things where i'm, I'm just saying like, that i'm not trying not to be a, I'm not... the photos mm-hmm. is one thing but she mm-hmm. should be allowed to post the photos mm-hmm. i just think that we should be aware of her family's background and keep an eye out for selena in case some races happen mm-hmm. i don't know i just i understand like i do i get the points and everything i understand like the the Sydney Sweeney apologists and all that stuff. I totally get it. I, I personally, I don't have any opinion of her. I do not care. She's, I'm sure she's a lovely person. And all the, all, all, it's a, you know, a lot of Southern people are, even if they're not lovely. Um, but no offense. But it's just, it's just one of those things where it's like, <laughs> you were talking about, when we talked about this off camera, you were talking about like the optics of the situation and her like yeah. not really knowing, not necessarily not really knowing, but like, it's a party about her and her her, her mother who turned 60 like yes happy birthday mama sweeney etc blah 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 susu studio in the gata devita point that i want to make is like your pictures of somebody who in the background is wearing or not in the background but like they're posting quite right right next to you is wearing a blue lives matter shirt your your co-star on the show is zendaya somebody who is very abhorrent of blue lives matter i don't you know and somebody who's very pro black lives matter and then you're liking photos that your cousin, or is it her brother? I don't know, some boy. No, I think it was her cousin. It's her cousin. Sure, cousin. Anywho, whatever. <laughs> As posting with the people with the mega hats and all that yeah. stuff and li- and liking them you know who you are as a person and you know the kind of lens that's on you not saying you have to tailor yourself and tailor your online personality to fit who you are but when you do things online when you post things online People automatically have an opinion of you, no matter what you post, no matter what you say, which is why you should always be very careful what you post and share and say on the internet, especially the response that she made, because the response she made was out of pocket, because it didn't really acknowledge, these are not my beliefs, these are not whatever, whatever. You were like, oh, you're making us, it was kind of like, oh, you're making assumptions about me. That's the air, that's the air that I got from it. And I just, I don't like it when people post stuff like that. Even if you don't have those views, even if that's not your lens, that's not how you think, that's the, that's the air you're creating to respond in that way. Right. So like, if you're, if you're truly when, again, you have coworkers who are, you know, who are black or of the like any feeling towards especially also in this political climate in general being careful with the things you do and say if you want to i don't know if you want if especially if you're a young budding actress or actor or whomever if you want to have a following and make sure that your following understands who you are as a person then explain that and express that and tell them and tell people that in a way that will that is digestible and in a way that doesn't met that doesn't land you in such a hot seat because like if that's what if that's what you really want obviously i'm not going to tell you not to post a picture with your family if you really love your family then go post that picture but at the same time understand what that picture but what that picture might implicate when you post it and then don't be surprised by the people that are commenting on what they see in the photo i see yes right right i see see, yes you're you're celebrating with your mom happy birthday mom Oh shoot! There's a blue lives matter flag in the back, like that's that's alarming to me personally. So I mean, yes. So that's not something like the optics. Like it's she could get out of that by doing by saying a form of what you just said. Mm. She could be like, oh, you know, sure. There's nothing wrong with mm. right. There's nothing wrong with saying mm. blue lives matter. Oh. It's, it's the intention with that statement. 
No. It's, it's, yes, 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 yes. Because no. it's the intention with the statement. Because you have to believe that Black Lives Matter as well. I'm sorry, there's nothing wrong with like defending the police or saying Blue Lives Matter. But mm. there is the optic of this is bad right now. And that's what she needs to be aware of. Like, you saw it. There's nothing wrong with him wearing that shirt. He's just letting us know what he believes and who he is. We can take that or leave it. Now as though you know how people feel about that, you should, in your apology, have to say something. Mm-hmm. Well, not even an apology, your, your statement, but like, you know, I don't, I may not share the same viewpoints with some of my family members, but we are not going to turn this party, this celebration, to a political whatever. And I think she was trying to say that, but I'm like, you can't say that when you got red hats. Yeah. Would make 60 again. And like, sure, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's an easy layup for this joke on a hat to be like a theme at the party. But you, again, it's the optics that like you know how people feel about these red hats and those words and how mm-hmm. the blue lives matter. And you can support Trump all you want. You could support the police all you want. Mm-hmm. That's not my business, but you have to be ready for the people who yeah. are viewing that to question and press on that. Right. And exactly. for that, you should have been ready to easily kind of say if mm-hmm. you were against it or you're like, oh, that's those, those are not my beliefs, but I do support right. my family or something like you. Yeah. She was trying to get that. I support my it's my family. It's a it's celebration kind of thing. And I'm like, right. But you have to like separate that moment mm-hmm. right now because you're guilty by association. And my thing to and uh, okay, I agree. You had me in the first half, but I do I do get where you're talking where you're talking about in the end. Um, it, it was a it was a text. It was like a text that she posted. Peep, you have so much time, and I, and I'll say this to anybody who is in hot water right now, and they're crafting their apology. You're arguing with your man, whomever, and you're sending them that long ass paragraph text trying to explain how you feel. You have so much time to look through that text read through it, read the grammar, read the syntax, read and see what you're doing, text other people and say, hey, what do you think? Does this sound like it's conveying what I think that I'm trying to say right now? Like, you're backed up into a wall and some people feel like they just need to respond. They need to get this out there so that people know how they feel. That, what she wrote, felt like it was so rushed. She just wanted to say something. She was so flustered. She didn't Mm -hmm. have time to think and all that stuff. Had she had more time to think, sure, I think she could have made a better response and everything. That doesn't matter <laughs> very much. What matters more is like, because it, it never matters what you say, it's how you say it. And it never matters what you say, because everyone else is going to have a, an opinion on it. So it's kind of like you have to really think very, again, you have to think very carefully about what you say and post on the internet, because somebody will have something to say about it, whether it was us or anybody talking about how the talking about the blue lives matter thing and talking about how her response was trash, how Tommy Lauren was rooting for her and all these red wing people or white wing people are rooting for her and all that stuff. Never bow to the mob or whatever, what Tommy Lauren said with her platinum blonde the lipstick to the side, have an ass. It's, it's just one of those things that like you have all the time in the world to carefully craft what it is you say on the internet and post on the internet. To me, me sometimes somebody who overthinks what they say on the internet to a fault, you might never post anything because of the backlash you could receive on it. But especially when it's in response to something that is happening to you, you have all the time in the world to think about how you feel about the situation before you respond. Don't respond to something just because you feel like you owe someone a response. 
respond to something because you thought about it, you thought about how much that what whatever it said bothered somebody else, you realize that, oh, people have this view and it's very important. And it's, and these are people that follow me and support me and support the things that I do. Yes, this is about my mother, but I'm also an internet personality now and I have other responsibilities, not the responsibilities, but like these are the people that are following me and watching me and will be following me and watching me for the rest of my career. As a celebrity, you have somewhat of an obligation to think more carefully about the things you post because you'll have more views and more eyes on you. But I mean, all of us should have that. All of us should think more carefully about what we say because it, it will come back to bite you. And, and I mean, maybe she'll come out of this. Maybe she won't. I, again, I personally don't really care. But, you know, I mean, I do kind of care because she is a very good actress. I will give her that. She is quite talented. Um, but and especially when you're on such a very prominent show. And again, especially when you're your foil, I guess, in the show is Zendaya. Be very careful about what you post, what you say, what you do, what you look like. Not what you look like. But, you know, who you're with, the company you keep. Because, girl, don't fumble the bag so early on in your career. And that's where I was coming from, where you are the company you keep. And if you, sure, that's your family, but you also have to remember that you are the company you keep. Mm-hmm. You could explain that, oh, they just, they view things differently. And maybe not that, not, I don't know. Maybe you need to have a, a, a Instagram where you post close family moments like that. And maybe this, this is a lesson she will learn. It's like, you're famous. You're too fucking famous at this point for this. Yeah. yeah. So somebody needs to. Lesson, I think. Right. You'll be, you'll keep some things private and some things public. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but whatever you know, the case may, whatever the case may be. <clears throat> to wrap this up, I will mm-hmm. be talking about country singers because they are fighting. They're fighting and I, I'm living for it. Okay. <laughs> so Jason Aldean, country yeah. singer. He's a country singer. Okay. Um, his wife recently started talking about pretty much she's against trans kids. Why is it always people anyway? <laughs> she, yeah, she was speaking on this and was pretty much like she's one of her first posts was like, I'm so happy my parents did not make me into a boy when I went through my tomboy phase. I love this girly shit. And I was like, ma'am, what? Nobody like, being, a t- being a tomboy is not the same as transitioning. But I'm saying the difference is you want to dress like a boy. Uh-huh. So you did. Right. Or you just did because you, people, people have a reason for that. You know, they could be lesbians. They could uh-huh. just have brothers. You know, there's uh-huh. other reasons than just trans. You could just so, like wearing those clothes at that time in your life. Right. Right. At, at exactly. At the time of your life. I used to wear fucking stripes all the time. Now I don't. Mm-hmm. Every time I see a stripe, shirt, I'm like, Mm-mm, don't buy it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you know, you know, you will buy a striped shirt. Don't do that to yourself. That's a right. I shop. So like, you just the time in your life. But so she posted that, you know, not to mention she's white. Nah. She's in country music by way of being married to Jason Aldean. So it's not far fetched that somebody like her would believe something like this. But what I like right now is the shift in country music and people and personas because they're leaning a little more left. Mm-hmm. So Cassidy Pope, winner of The Voice, I believe she won The Voice, country yes. singer. She responded, Mary Morris, country singer, Grammy Award winner, responded to this lady. Uh, Mickey Guyton, 
who recently has been held. You know, she's like one of the biggest names mm-hmm. in country music, yep, primarily for being a black woman. Yeah, she responded. So I'm like, mm-hmm. to me, what I'm hearing is, oh, these bitches could not wait to tell your ass apart, Miss Aldine. <laughs> like they didn't, they didn't like you, and you gave a, a public reason to say fuck her. <laughs> so she did all of that, and Mary Morris called her insurrection Barbie. <gasps> so that's when I said, "Oh, this just get this is getting good." Let me <laughs> let me read. Whoa! Oh, I gotta get up in here. What is right. This? So then, this Aldine lady also has like a beauty brand because why not? <laughs> um, and so yeah. Mary Morris is like, "You would think so." No, Cassidy Pope oh. was like, "You think that celebs with beauty brands would see positives in including the LGBTQ people in their messaging?" But instead, here we are. Hearing somebody compare their tomboy face to someone wanting to transition. Real nice. Mm-hmm. So they was beating her ass, right? And you know who came to her defense? And similarly, in tandem with Sydney Sweeney, Sydney Sweeney made a post. Who came to her defense? Oh, God. <laughs> Tommy Lauren. Yeah, of course. You do you know who came to Cassidy Pope's defense? Not no. Cassidy Pope, to Aldine's wife. No. Just as bad as Tommy Lauren, Candace Owens. Oh, God. <laughs> So, I mean, like, but for, to you, you probably don't think you see a problem with that. But everybody no. else is like, oh, of course, of course, yeah, Miss Lady. No. Of yeah. course. So she, Candace Owens, is now like, oh, of course. You know, I, of course, I see something wrong with castrating children and, you know, sexual threat. And people were like, why are you, why do y'all always go to castration and pedophilia when it comes to LGBTQ issues? Mm-hmm. And then Mary Morris also said to Aldine's wife that, I'm glad that you are not a boy either because that's the last thing we need is another, um, she says, the means I got to see, she pretty much said we don't need another asshole dude mm. in this country. And I was like, mm, come on now. This is T because like, especially in the country realm, we're like, <laughs> <You know? laughs> I just, it's so funny. The girls are, I really, I really feel like Azalea Banks. The girls are fighting. That's why like, I said the country girls are fighting. <laughs> you're like, sir. Cause I don't know nothing about this. This, that was, this was an absolute surprise. That is, and it's a good one too, because like, like you said, I do like the shift in country narrative, like Casey Musgraves and everybody like being a lot more progressive, I suppose. Suppose or like the the, yeah. new, the new ones around getting into being, it's a good thing to hear. Like yes, tear the bitch apart. Right. Mm-hmm. So again, with Candace Owens up here, kind of now inserting herself into this back and forth. She always does. And she's like, um, it's easier to not castrate your children, but I guess whatever helps sell bad records. It's easier to say nothing. Right. So then, Mary Morris comes back and says, oh. My Grammy is positively sobbing right now. <laughs> also, when she called the lady Insurrection Barbie, she was like, um, it's so easy to like not be a scumbag human, sell your mm-hmm. clip-ins and zip it. <laughs> <laughs> like she they, she was the library was open that day. She's I'm coming, I'm coming for you. And everybody was clapping behind her. Some man in country also started tweeting and defending her. Okay. Like not defending Jason Audience's wife, but like on the side of the right side. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, then Cancer wants to say, oh, you sound like a 15-year-old girl on TikTok by saying my grandma is positively sobbing right now. Like, no, ma'am. She meeting you where you at. Mm-hmm. This was a hubby for another bitch, and you jumped in. Hmm. <laughs> uh. But I think Cassidy Pope actually said, it's so easy when you already didn't like somebody, and they give you a reason. So I'm like, oh, baby, I got the tea fully. I'm like, somebody, mm-hmm. y'all didn't like her. 
Right. I mean, y'all been around Jason. Y'all been putting up with her because of Jason Aldean for all this time. You were waiting. They were waiting. And now you, she didn't diss. Let me go tear that bitch up. Yep. Let me get some. Let me get a piece. Yeah, everybody, <laughs> everybody. Oh, that's funny. And get her, Jade. Now I'm looking mm-hmm. up country singers. I looked up Tim McGraw just to see if anybody would have anything to say about it. He's on tour. That man is booking busy. He's a star of a program on Peacock. Really? Um, it's one of them 1884 or Yellowstone. He on he on one of them. Okay, my grandma loves Tim McGraw, and I, I you know what I do too. I think he's cool. I like live like you were dying. I knew it. Yeah, I knew it was coming. <laughs> I'm about to say name one. Name one Tim McGraw song that's not that one. And you already... no no the whole album. I like that album. Oh, okay. remember fried bologna sandwich with mayo and tomato? Oh my god. Back when a hoe was a hoe. Oh my God. <laughs> and cracks what you were doing when you was cracking jokes. <laughs> oh. That's I think I think that's a good place to end. There is. There is. <laughs> that, that, That'll do it. We will wrap this up and we will end this by saying we support wholeheartedly and stand with Cornboy. Oh, absolutely. But give him his coin, though. I'll have, right. none, I'll have none of this because he's going to hate corn by the time he's 13. Right. But y'all better get run him his money. He is single-handedly bringing corn mm-hmm. back. Them, them other husks don't know how to act. Now that is what we will end <laughs> that. Wow. All right. I thought we had <laughs> already descended into madness when we was attributing Beyonce lyrics to the pilgrims coming over to America. Weird. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that's going to do it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you're new here, definitely be sure to hit that follow button up top for any updates on episodes we release. And of course, be sure to follow us on Instagram at The Spread Podcast. That's T-H-E-E Spread Podcast. And of course, on Twitter at The Spread Pod. Always feel free to leave us comments, questions, and any other topic ideas you might want us to discuss. We'd love to hear from you. See y'all in the next episode. Peace.